Welcome to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and I'm here to help you transition through your divorce with ease and integrity, to not only survive the challenges of your divorce, but to thrive as you come out the other side of it with a much better life than you ever hoped possible. On this show, we talk about many different aspects of divorce, interview women who have their own incredible divorce stories, or those who can offer some great advice as you go through yours. The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey. Welcome back to the Do Divorce Right podcast. Um, I am recording on a rainy day here in Perth, so I hope that the sound of the um, rain on my window outside isn't isn't affecting the podcast. But anyway, staying nice and warm inside while I watch the rain out over the ocean. It's really quite gorgeous. Today, I decided I would follow up on a social media post that I um, put out there earlier this month. And it was around questions that I might ask you when we're working together as a divorce coach, because a lot of my discovery calls tend to be, well, what does working with a divorce coach look like? And I'd say about half of my clients have never worked with a coach before. So some will have worked with coaches in a leadership capacity or in a corporate capacity. Um, Maybe they've had a conversation with a coach somewhere along the line um, in terms of personal development and trying to decide what they want for their lives. But, you know, what does it look like working with a divorce coach is, is a question that comes up quite a lot and I feel that we need to um, have that conversation. So let me share some of that here in this episode. First of all, every client engagement is different because every divorce is different. Every relationship breakup is different. Um, You know, was it your choice? Was it not? Where are you emotionally? Um, Have you got the grieving out of the way yet or not? Um, you know, how triggered are you? How complicated is it? Um, do you have got, have you, you know, have you already made decisions around uh, asset division and the children, etc.? So it really does depend where you're at on what our focus might be. But of course, in the discovery call and in our first sessions, we'll talk about well, what are your intentions? What are you hoping to achieve? The most important um area I guess is trying to set some goals and trying to decide what do you want from this time and that's highly personal really very different it could be I just need to have some support to be able to get through this time I need to be able to talk to somebody and bounce ideas off uh, you know how I want to react so we'll set those goals we'll have a conversation um about what you want to achieve together. Um, Sorry about this, just having a look at my notes. Um, If you don't know what your goals are, then it starts out as a conversation and we we try to pick out, well, what's, what's most important to you for the coming month or the coming weeks? What is it that you, um, might need to focus on whether there's a deadline coming up soon and you're um you've got a a court deadline coming up or you know you're managing children through a really difficult 
time? Do you want some support with that? So we'll set those goals. What's your ideal scenario an hour from the start of the conversation that you'll walk away feeling differently or have some tools that you can use um, to regulate your emotions um, or, yeah, what is it you're hoping to achieve? Then we'll look at, well, what's the reality of the situation that you're faced with? What is it if you're setting those goals for a few weeks from now or, um, you know, even within the hour, what's the reality that you're faced with? Is there anything in your reality that is stopping you from getting there? Um, Are they internal beliefs? And usually they are internal systems that need to be revisited. Um, Either it's your own beliefs that you're not doing a good job as a parent or dragging your children through this when you you know you wish you didn't have to that's an internal belief and we can really spend some time working through that um what other reality is there what are the external circumstances obviously all of this is related to where the stage of the divorce that you're in and how you're coping So we look at goals, we look at your current reality, we then look at the options that are available to you. So this is a framework called the GROW framework, G-R-O-W. What are your goals? What's your reality? What are the options available to you? And what's a way forward that you can get towards those goals? So the posts that I put on um, Instagram recently or on my socials were included some of the questions that I might ask you as we work through that framework. So one of them was, who would you need to be in order to feel or behave differently here? This very much taps into that reality part of our exploration with you. You've set a goal, for example, I'd like to be less triggered by communication with my ex because every time he sends me a message I want to throw a vase at the wall and cry okay um so the the goal is you want to be less triggered by this stuff okay then let's examine this question well who would you need to be to be able to respond differently when those incendiary messages come through when that triggering bullshit comes through and you want to throw the bars. Maybe you need to be somebody who is calm. Maybe you need to be somebody who is indifferent to messages from your ex. Maybe you need to be somebody who has feels like they've fully moved on from that relationship and is no longer no longer cares what that other person has to say or no longer hurt by the communication that comes through. Okay, so if that's who you need to be, how would you get a step closer to being that person? How could you be a step closer to being calm, more regularly calm, or more easily able to tap into the version of you that is calm? How can we create some systems for you or some um, 
habits where you you cultivate that calm more, more regularly. Um, so that's why I would ask that question. Who do you need to be to behave or feel differently? Is because if you can imagine it, you can get steps closer to being it. It's a really powerful question. I love it. Um, fluffy dog. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really great question. I use it on myself whenever I'm having, you know, nervousness about something or, you know, I have to present to a big group of people and I think, oh, my God, who am I to do this? Oh, yeah, so who would I need to be? How can I be closer to the person that I think could achieve this thing? It's a really powerful question. The next question um, I might ask you is, what is one step that can help you move forward? Because a lot of my clients actually feel very stuck, um, trapped by the situation that they're in. Often time moves quite slowly. I think a, a lot of people imagine divorce will take three months. In reality, it takes closer to three years. And in most cases, you still have to communicate with that human for decades, right? Because you're raising children together. So the idea that it's a one and done, I've, you know, we've made this agreement, we're finished now, it just isn't usually the case. So keeping in mind that you've set a goal, the goal is to be somebody who feels indifferent or is not triggered by messages that are coming through from your ex um, and you've imagined who the person that you need to be, which is a calmer person in order to not be triggered, then what's one step you can make to get closer to, to that place? What's one step you can that can help you move forward? Um, and you get to, you know, we can brainstorm about these ideas together. If you sit with some silence, which is something I'm clearly not very good at because I talk and talk and talk on these podcasts, but um, if you can sit with the silence of a question and give it some time, perhaps you use it as a journaling prompt, right? set your timer for three or four minutes, ideally ten and allow the ideas to come to you. What's one step I could take to move forward in being a calmer person or being less reactivity reactive? Um, a lot of ideas will come to you. We can do that together, of course. Another really great question I'll, I'll ask you often will be, and what else? That might come off the back of me asking you, What's on your mind right now? You'll say, well, I'm really concerned about holding down my job so that I can pay the bills, but, you know, I feel really insecure at work because my boss is an asshole. Um, right? So that's top of mind. Totally understand. And what else? Something else will be under the surface of that. And I'm concerned, you know, rising interest rates. Okay, and what else? And I'm concerned that my children see me when I'm not the best version of myself. And what else? So we'll dig and dig and dig and just make sure we're really finding 
the truth of what's going on for you. Um, it's super helpful having somebody else ask you those questions. I work with coaches in multiple different areas of my life. Um, and it's so helpful, even, you know, in physical fitness, health and fitness. Um, on one hand, he's a personal trainer and he's just helping me lift heavier weights. But actually, he sits with me once a month, asks me really deep questions about, well, what are you trying to achieve here? And why does this matter to you? And why are you making choices to eat more chocolate than you should? You know, why? what's going on here with you? So it's very handy to have somebody asking you questions. And what else? What else is going on for you? Then we might, um, obviously, it'll, it'll very much depend on where the conversation is going, but we might probe a little bit on your limiting beliefs or, or even... Um, or even where it is that you hope to get to, your goal might be, I just want to feel free of free of this, free of the burden of this. Um, so that's, you know, a positive play, a goal to be. Um, so I might ask you, when did you last feel that way? So there's a positive and a negative here. We might we might really probe on a limiting belief, which is I'm overwhelmed, I'm struggling, I can't cope, I feel like I can't take a step forward in any direction, right? So we'll ask, when did you last feel that way? What did that look like? What else was going on in your life at the time? And what actions did you take to get away from that? And so in the negative space, we'll kind of probe depending Again, on how overwhelmed you might feel, we might only touch gently on it. But if you're ready to excavate and pull some of that meaty stuff out and you know, move on from it, if you're ready, then we might really go deep and find out when did you last feel that way? What steps did you take? What support did you reach out for? How did you feel once you'd gotten through it? You know, we really examine it from all of those angles. On the other hand, in a positive space, okay, you know, I want to feel really positive. When did you last feel that way? When did you last feel strong and capable and ready to take on the world? What did that situation look like? What support did you have in place? Um, you know, in what ways were you behaving? In what what were you doing differently to today? And how do we start building up some more of those um supports more of those behaviors more of that evidence for you to get back to that place to feeling strong and fabulous and capable so um i think you can hear here that there's a lot it could go in all kinds of different directions ultimately it's up to you what your needs are and what you know what the path is that we're going to take to navigate to get you closer to the goals um your divorce is typically just the external situation. It's what you're navigating your way through. And um, I have a lot of experience in this space and I can certainly help, you know, take away what's the external, help you grow, heal as quickly as you can, give you the support that you need in order to move on, to move on, to not have this dragging on for too long 
not have it holding you back from living a pretty fabulous life because that's what everybody wants for you. Okay, I hope that was helpful to hear a little bit more about what a session with me might look like. I would love to hear if you have any questions about you know, divorce coaching, how does that look different to other coaching, what these questions or what you might be able to expect. Let me know. Um, I love getting DMs from people who are listening to the podcast. Um, so please reach out anytime. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.